Welcome to the Pelvic Power Podcast. I'm your host, Penny Peterson. If you live with pelvic pain, you have landed in the exact right space you need to be in. I'm a yoga teacher that helps people get out of their head and into their body through yoga and holistic living so that they can take back their power as well as harness their own inner power to make a change in their life. Here you will learn from myself, other pelvic power experts and advocates on how you can support yourself on your journey and make the journey so much easier. Welcome. Hello, all my favorite people. Welcome back to the Pelvic Power Podcast. I have now posted up my desk in front of my window in my yoga room with all my little crystals and my little candles. And I have the window open. It's really nice. It's a warm, sunny day here. So it's actually a vibe. It's a vibe today. I'm drinking some tea. I got some tea sent to me from a student in the UK, and thank you. It's a peppermint tea that I'm drinking right now. I love peppermint tea. I used to not be a fan of peppermint tea. I didn't used to be a tea fan at all, but, you know, clearly I've gotten into it because I drink tea all the time. And now I'm just like, I love peppermint. For the past five years, I'm like, I'm obsessed with peppermint. Yeah, so good. So that's what I'm doing right now. I just taught a pelvic health yoga class. It was such a beautiful practice today. And then I just stripped down, took off all of my clothes, put on my summer dress. I live in like two different dresses right now. It's hot. They're long. I can walk around naked underneath. I don't have to wear my underwear. My vulva loves to breathe. So she's really happy doing that. So that's a good thing. Definitely something I recommend if you live with any sort of vulva pain, any sort of irritation. Be naked. And if you're just starting out, if it makes you feel uncomfortable, then I do recommend you sleeping naked. Start sleeping naked. Just, you know, let your vulva, your vagina breathe a little bit. They need it. They do. And they love it. They love it. (laughs) So today, I thought that I would share how I ended up teaching yoga and more specifically, excuse me, more specifically, why yoga for pelvic pain? Like you didn't even like know already why I teach yoga for pelvic pain but we're gonna get into it today I mentioned like some bits and bops and I haven't given you the full story and I always always get questions regarding this like why am I teaching yoga for pelvic pain it's a very to many people they don't even know about the pelvis why am I talking about vulvas like people that start to follow me on Instagram and they're just like starting to get to know me and they're following me on Instagram. They're like, what is going on here? What is, what, what, what's happening here? <laughs> so we're going to dive into that a little bit. Why I ended up where I am. So it actually came to me today that I have been lying a little bit. I did two yoga classes before I actually got into yoga. And the first two I hated. I used to be a dancer growing up. I danced between the ages of maybe 10, 11 till I was 20. And I remember one time I did a yoga class. It must have been after I turned 20. It was in a big gym. Or was it in high school? I can't remember. (laughs) I just picture it in front of me and I cannot remember. It feels like a dream, but I know that it happened. But I did a yoga class and I didn't like it. It wasn't like, you know, it wasn't anything special. It was like, I was a teenager and I was like, eh, I don't know. This is not for me. Fast forward a couple of years. I'm in my 20s. And I moved to another city and I 
always been, I've always been very, very active. I loved to go to the gym when I was younger in my 20s and do all these fitness classes. Like I was one of those people, you know, you go to the gym and like a shout out to all of those people. I love you. You know, when you go to the gym and you go to these fitness classes and every class you're in, it's always that one person that's in the front of the room and they know the entire choreographer, choreography of what's happening in that class and they know everything and they're bestie with the instructor. I used to be that person. Okay. That used to be me. So I did. it's funny though, because a lot of you that are listening to this, you can probably be like, oh, I know what kind of person you're talking about. We all know those kind of people. I used to be that person. And I used to go to all these classes. It used to be uh, what's it called? Les Mills classes? Lemis? No, that's a that's a musical. That's a musical. <laughs> Les Mills classes. <laughs> and I would do like body pump or step up or body balance. And I used to love it so, so much. So this was kind of like in a gym setting. And I was, you know, fast paced. I wanted to do things fast. And I wanted to be like fit. And I thought a lot about how I looked instead of how I actually felt. And then one day, me and my friend were going to go to this yoga class. So keep in mind, it's in the gym. I teach at a gym. And there's a lot of teachers that teach at a gym. And I feel like when you're a teacher at a gym, no matter where you teach, you're setting the vibe. You as a teacher, you're setting the vibe. And there's so many different teachers and we have so many different certifications. So I'm going to this yoga class. And all I care about is my appearance and how I look and it's in the gym setting and the vibe that this teacher is setting may not be the best vibe it's very gym focused if that makes sense and I could not stand her breathing I don't know but I was not a big fan and I felt like I always referred to her breathing like a camel like if you've done yoga before we all know ocean breath you're exhaling through the nose, but you're pretending like you're falling up a mirror in front of you and you're making this ocean sound in the back of your throat, right? But she was, I don't know, something weird was happening and it was just, it was so loud and she would breathe so loudly, it would like get, take me out of my own practice, if that makes sense. If you've ever been to my yoga classes, you know that I love release breaths, like take a big inhale and full body release. So just letting it go. But I have a really hard time when teachers are just breathing so loudly that you can't focus on anything else besides their breath. And also I know that many of my and many of my students are probably listening to this. So if I've ever done that in a yoga class, I apologize. I try to be very mindful of that because I want you to focus on your own practice and I want you to feel good in your own body. You're the focus, I'm not the focus. So I got really annoyed with her and that's probably why I'm so mindful of my breathing when I'm teaching nowadays too. So I didn't like that yoga class because it wasn't, well, one, I wasn't really yogic and I didn't think the class was very yogic and I thought that she was breathing like a camel. <laughs> and then I moved to Australia and I was living with a lot of low back pain and my low back pain, yes, connected to my pelvis. If you live with low back pain, if you live with hip pain, maybe start to dive into a little bit more into your pelvis and see what is actually going on there because it's all connected. Everything's connected in the body. We know that. 
but also low back pain, hip pain, maybe go see a pelvic physio and see if they can help you. I've been to so many different health professionals that were going to help me with my low back and it didn't really work anything and they all had different like theories about what was going on, what was happening. And I was like, there was one day, I remember it so clearly. I was in Australia, I was in the summer and I was just like, you know, fuck it. I've spoken about this before. This is where I took the power back into my own hands. I'm like, fuck it. I need to do something and I know that there's a yoga studio around the corner. I've heard it's really good. I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go and see what it's all about. So I went there and I fell in love. I fell in love with the vibe. And yes, if it if I wouldn't have moved to Australia, I wouldn't have felt the vibe that I am now craving, that I'm trying to create for my own students. So the vibe was just amazing. And the teacher was amazing. And she was so lovely and so open. And it was such a beautiful practice. So I got really into yoga and I started going. I think I was going once or twice a week. So it wasn't, you know, that much, but it was still like to keep me going. And I went for my pelvic pain or no, my low back pain, backtrack. I didn't know that I had hypertonic pelvic floor dysfunction, but I went for my low back pain. But I got so into how it made me feel mentally, like how it made me feel stronger mentally, how it like calmed me down, centered me. And also like emotionally, just feeling a lot more balanced in a sense. But when it comes to the physical aspect of yoga, I got sucked into what everyone thinks that yoga is all about. You know the part where you're just going to be able to do all of these backbends or I'm going to be able to stand on my hands. I'm going to be able to do this and this and that. I remember forcing myself into these positions and my body would still hurt hurt more almost because I was just forcing it and I wasn't focusing as much on the breath we're gonna get into that as well but I was trying to create all these different sizes and shapes shapes and sizes with my body a little bit of a tea time here mm. feels good to be back tea time with Penny that's exactly what we've been craving so yes I was not thinking about my physical body at all. And I did yoga for quite some time. So I started in 2015. I was 25 years old. And I did yoga for two years. And somewhere along the way there, I started doing acro yoga. You know, when you do that partner yoga and you lift each other up and you're doing like shoulder stands on each other's hands. And I loved it. And I was really good at it because I had a lot of, you know, control of my body and what was going on in my body. And I was obsessed. So I did a lot of yoga with that. And I had it was such a great community. We would do it in the park in Australia by the ocean. It, it was such a vibe. And I'm missing that vibe every single day. <laughs> but it was such a great time. And then in 2017, in May, I was on my way to yoga class. And I was riding my bike. I was in a roundabout. I had a helmet on. And I was indicating where I was going. And a big ass truck. No, I'm kidding. I sound like that TikTok. Have you seen that TikTok where someone's like, when I'm trying to explain to my cat whether or not I'm allowed to be outside? <laughs> and she got hit by a big ass truck. That's not what happened. I got, <laughs> I got hit by a big ass Range Rover instead. It drove into my right hip, I believe. Yes, it must have been my right hip because I was in Australia. You drive on the other side of the road there. Now I have to think. 
what side that would be like no he drove into my left hip I would have known that too because I can still feel that sometimes in my left hip and imagine how that would affect my pelvis too so he drove into my left hip I fell off my bike the front of my wheel or the tire wheel tire I don't know what it is on a bike but it kind of like you know folded <laughs> and I was wearing a helmet the helmet helmet cracked a little bit so I was very lucky to be wearing a helmet so he drove into my left hip I got really bad whiplash I was really lucky though super lucky and I'm forever grateful but that was in May 2017 and I was at the end of a semester and okay we're getting into it now <laughs> so here's the full story we're bringing in a little bit of my mental health history too so the day when I got hit by that freaking car <laughs> The driver also said that I had been drinking. Dude, I have my yoga mat on my back. I'm on my way to yoga. I had not been drinking. <laughs> so the day when I got hit, that was the second time or the third time I started taking antidepressants. And my doctor said to me that I might get really low before I feel better again, mentally low. So I got hit by the car. The next day I show up at her office and she's like, oh my God are you not like is it getting worse that quickly on the pills I'm like no I got hit by a freaking car and I could not move my head it was it was I was not good so for the next two months I started my antidepressants I got hit by a car I was end, at the end of a semester and I was so stressed I could barely sit up for a longer period of time because I was so in so much pain anyway so end of semester and then in early July I went to see my boyfriend in Canada so I went there I was going to be there for a month and he was working a lot he didn't really have a lot of time off so I decided I'm going to check out a yoga studio here and I hadn't been doing any yoga since I got hit by that car because I was just in too much pain and I was also really sad because I couldn't do any yoga specifically no acro yoga so that was really heartbreaking for me so I was like I'm gonna go to yoga studio so I went to yoga studio where he lives in Milton shout out to the studio but I can't remember the name of it but they were the ones that got me started on the journey of maybe becoming a yoga teacher that's what sparked it because I went to my first yoga class and I got that feeling of like oh, wow this is amazing and I've been feeling like shit for the past two months and I went to this yoga class and like mentally I came back to this whole like I can actually support myself and help myself feel better so I started doing some yoga again and that's when it hit me I actually think I want to become a yoga teacher I want to become a yoga teacher because I really want to help myself and also other people to be honest when I thought I want to become a yoga teacher I wasn't even sure I wanted to be teaching I just wanted to do it for myself and a lot of people do so if you've ever been thinking about maybe getting certified in yoga you don't have to teach you can do it for your own personal practice and your own journey and just to feel a lot more connected to yourself just a little side note there so that's when i decided i want to become a yoga teacher pause for effect tea time okay and then I graduated from university in November of 2017. And then I moved to Australia. No, I moved from Australia to Canada in May. Yeah, in May 2018. 
And then I found a yoga teacher training where I lived and I took it and yeah, I graduated about eight, eight months after that, I think I got certified. Yeah, eight months after that. So when I first got certified, I don't know, I think it was when I started the teacher training that I really realized that I actually want to be teaching yoga. And then you have to teach a couple of classes. You have to teach like 25 hours before you actually become certified. So I did that and I realized how much I love to teach. And I love to give that feeling and that vibe to other people. And it made me so, so happy. And I got certified. And then the journey just moved on. I got certified. And then it hit me. I can do yoga for pelvic pain. Keep in mind, I had just been like, diagnosed with hypertonic pelvic floor dysfunction a year earlier and I was actually at university to become a nutritionist so I got a bachelor's degree in nutrition and I was talking to my pelvic physio I'm like oh I wonder if like I can help people with that and she's like oh there's so much research on that like food and how it affects uh, your health and like your pelvis and stuff like that and I wasn't you know this was just like in the beginning stages and then I started diving more into it and then when I become became a teacher I realized teaching is actually my like my my thing that's what I want to do that's what lights me up that's my purpose that's why I'm here I'm here to help people feel better so I wasn't even you know I didn't even know that pelvic floor yoga was a thing I didn't even know that it was a thing I started looking up like yoga for pelvic pain and I started to checking with myself and what worked with my pelvis and then I actually found pelvic floor yoga it was not that big once I started and then from there on out just taking a bunch of different trainings to get to where I'm at today and I love absolutely love teaching yoga for pelvic pain it is it's a whole I don't know how to explain it it's like the way that teaching yoga for pelvic pain it just makes it makes me so happy to see that a student that comes to my class feels even the slightest amount of relief because I know that so many of my students like you're here you've probably been to my yoga class before we live with LS we live with endo we live with interstitial cystitis we live with yeah just hypertonic pelvic floor dysfunction or vulvodynia or vaginismus or whatever that may be and if you've ever been to any of my yoga classes you know when you go and you feel like I don't know if this is going to work. First of all, keep an open mind. Because if you've already made up your mind that it's not going to work, huh, then you're putting an obstacle for yourself to not move forward from the state that you are in right now. And then you go, and then just as a simple thing as connecting to your breath, understanding your breath, realize where you are at with your breath, how the breath is behaving in your body, and then starting to invite in mindful movements, more body awareness, and just checking in like for example i twisted my ankle when i was or sprained my ankle when i was 15. that cracked i don't know if you heard that <laughs> and that is affecting my right hip and that is affecting my entire pelvis and just trying to check in and see if you can see those little connections in the body to start to get to know your body better 
and then take that with you when you are going to see your gynecologist or when you are going to see your pelvic physio. For example, if you tear a lot, if you tear on one side more than on the other and just getting to know your body because sometimes I just feel like I'm in pain. That's all we say, I'm in pain. But where is actually the pain? Okay, the pain is in my pelvis, but where in the pelvis? Am I feeling it in my tailbone, in my sacrum, my hip? Is it the left hip? Is the right hip? Is the front? Is it the back? Is it, <laughs> you know, there's so many things that you can do. Like for example, I tear a lot, my vulva tears a lot, and my tearing is often, more often towards the left than towards the right or I tear a lot towards my perineum and I tear a lot more when I do certain things or when I'm at a certain part or a certain stage in my cycle. All of these things are connected. They're all affecting your pelvis, your pelvic health, how you are supporting your body, how you can support your body. And take that with you to your pelvic physio, gynecologist, all the support that you need is at your fingertips. The power is in your hands. Like how amazing is that? And then if you're coming to a pelvic floor yoga session, the breath is fucking powerful. And I'm not just talking about breathing to ease your pelvic pain. Sure, breathing, finding your optimal breath helps so much with your pelvic pain and just getting that blood flow, that energy flow, getting things moving, finding your diaphragmatic breaths, because a lot of time we're just breathing in the upper chest. And how is that affecting your pelvis? But also the breath helps so much with your mental state, your emotional state, how you're feeling energetically. I do breath work, as you know, if you've been here before, every freaking morning to check in with myself, my breath, check in with myself, my entire being, as I often say in the beginning of every class. And also a thing, if you've never done pelvic floor breathing, focus on pelvic floor breathing, or if you're feeling like you are struggling with it, I recommend to try it first thing in the morning when you're waking up because that's the easiest time of the day for me. Because at the end of the day, maybe I'm feeling anxious, maybe it's been a busy day, maybe I have a lot of things on my mind, maybe I'm worried that I'm going to pee myself if I'm letting go because that's also a thing with hypertonic pelvic floor dysfunction. So I hold on to a lot of tension in my pelvic floor right but in the morning check in with yourself if you've never done this before if you are used to focusing on your pelvic floor breathing check in with your morning compared to at night so in the morning you just woke up and you're lying in bed maybe you have a pee first maybe that feels better but you are gonna notice such a huge difference in your pelvic floor compared to in the morning and in the evening I can almost guarantee that you're going to notice such a difference. Just connect with your pelvic floor first thing in the morning. Notice what is going on in your pelvic floor. How can you support it? How can you support your pelvis? Little tea time. So yeah, just starting with the breath. Pelvic floor yoga practices where they put the pelvis in focus helps tremendously with your pelvic pain and a lot of people may think that oh it's just hip openers just hip openers no it's not did you know that many of us we hold into a lot, uh, hold on to a lot of tension in the shoulders in the neck we may need to stretch that out did you know that ribcage mobility also affects your pelvis because ribcage mobility affects your breathing your breathing also affects your pelvis 
and also if something is tight. For example, like I was saying, with my right ankle that is affecting my right hip, I can feel that tightness all the way up in the right side of my ribcage. That's also another thing that you can learn in yoga. What is tight? Twisting. Is it easier to twist one side compared to the other? It's like doing your own little soul-soothing massage in a way. <laughs> and I love it. It's absolutely fantastic. So if you want to try out pelvic floor yoga, you do get a free week, a little trial session in the pelvic health yoga membership. I do recommend you checking it out. It's absolutely phen phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal. And we do weekly live classes. We meet up three times a week and they're live classes. The community is absolutely fantastic. We like to share about things. Today we were talking about IUDs. Well, some of the students in the membership, they're going through IUDs transformations, I almost said, but challenges. And we like to talk about that stuff. We like to talk about what we're struggling with, what challenges we have, what we're going through and find that support from other people. And it's also, maybe you don't have anyone to talk to. Maybe you don't have anyone to say, shit, fuck, my vulva hurts today. I have such a bad tear. This is the place to do so. So we do weekly live classes. And then we also have on-demand classes for those people that do not like the live sessions. You can just come, do the on-demand classes at your own time. We have a bunch of different ones and they're different times, lengths. So we have like pelvic reset poses, pelvic flows. We have the chakra healing for pelvic pain, which I love. I'll probably be talking more about that in the future. And there's so many beautiful different practices that you can do in there. And especially when it comes to your breathing. If there's one thing to start with, start with the breath and start to incorporate movement with the breath. Or if you go to any other yoga class, Start to notice your breath as you're moving. Can you move with your breath? Take the breath with you as you're moving. Oftentimes, we're so focused on the physical pose, we forget about how important the breath is when we move. Forget how important everything is <laughs> in your practice, not just the physical poses. I don't care if you can do a freaking forward fold and touch your toes. That's the, one of the first things <laughs> that people tell me. Can you touch your toes? I'm like, what? Why? <laughs> It's great if you can touch your toes, but I don't really care. As long as you feel good, that's all I care about. I don't care if you can do a, a split. The splits? A split? Is it two splits or one splits? I don't know. Welcome to my mind. But yes, I do recommend you trying that out as you're doing your next yoga practice, as you might in more movement. Have fun with it. And if you have any questions, you know where to find me. And for now, I want to ask you, what are you working on? What are you working on right now in life? It's been a while. I want to hear what you're working on. Feel free to send me a little DM over on Instagram. You can find me at wellbeing.by.penny. Send me a DM. Tell me what you're working on. We can chat a little bit. I am working right now on setting boundaries. <sighs> Has anyone ever told you that it's fucking hard to set boundaries? That is one thing that I'm working on right now. Because sometimes you just feel defeated <laughs> and then you realize that, ooh, I haven't been, you know, putting up my boundaries as strongly as I should have. So that's what I'm working on right now. That's what's happening in my life. What's happening in your life. <laughs> if you have any questions, go find me, send me an email. I'd love to chat with you. Until next time, remember to take care of your beautiful body 
And one way that you can do that is to start to incorporate some movement into your everyday. Or maybe just check your posture where you're sitting right now because habitual posture matters. There's no bad posture, but habitual postures matter. Netflix posture. It's okay. Every once in a while, as long as you start to move. So move around, my little, my little love. But until next time, have a lovely freaking life.